Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner. And yesterday, for the first time ever, I did Home Group solo by myself. So let me know, how was it last night? Was it okay? I had a good time with you. We were talking about the update about our emergency situation. But today, I'm here with Sister Denise. And honey, I'm so glad you're with me. Thank you, Rick. And it's my privilege to get to be here today. Well, Denise, we need to talk about what's happening on the ground. We have dispatched a team of evangelists to where many, many people have been displaced. And actually, we're helping people all over in a very broad range of places. And we're providing these boxes of love. We're calling it a relief package. Every box contains 20 meals and it's $60 a box or it's $3 a meal. Now we have discovered that in some places it doesn't do any good to provide a box filled with rice and gretzka and things you have to cook because people don't have stoves. So in some places we're providing hot meals but for the very same amount of money, $3 a meal. But for $3 a meal you can change somebody's life right now that is hungry and needs to know that they are not forgotten. But if you want to give $60, you can provide 20 meals, this entire package. And by the way, it doesn't just have food in it. It has personal hygiene items. It's yep. got soap. Yep. It's got toothpaste, toothbrush, shampoo. Soap and soap and toothbrush and shampoo. It's so wonderful, Rick. Well, Denise, just imagine if you're dirty and you oh. get in the water, but you don't have any shampoo and you don't have any soap. Oh, I know. And that's the condition right now of a lot of people. We're helping, for example, right now, one place where 500 children have oh. been put. Hey, that is a lot of children. That's a lot of children. And I think one thing that people don't understand is that when these people right now are displaced from Ukraine, women and grandmothers are leaving without their husbands because the husbands are not supposed to cross the border. They're keeping all the men in Ukraine. So, honey, just imagine if you as a mother were suddenly displaced, what an emotion it would be to tell your spouse goodbye or to tell your children goodbye, your sons goodbye, as you cross the border with your children or your grandchildren. I mean, what a state of emotion and wondering how are you going to take care of these kids and how are you going to take care of yourself and trying to figure everything out. And then suddenly, in the middle of all that dismay, a box shows up from somebody who says, we're thinking about you. And in every one of these boxes, we're including a Bible because we don't want to just give perishable goods that come and go. We want to give the Word of God. This will change their life forever. We're giving them a book about repentance, how to get saved, how to make Jesus the Lord of their life. And we're giving them the 91st Psalm and Denise. We're connecting all of them to our online church. Many people don't understand the size of our online church. When the pandemic began, we had about 30,000 people that were involved regularly in our online church. But many, many Russian churches were not online. And we're not just online. It's a full-blown church. We have Sunday school. We have youth ministry. We have counselors. It's a full-blown church online because God put it into my heart to pastor Russian-speaking people all over the world. Well, by the time the pandemic ended, we had over... 200,000 regular people in our online church. That's the size of our online church. It is so huge.
that we have about 400 volunteers that work with us to minister to those people. We're not just translating, sending a signal to them through their devices or through their computers. We're online with them. For example, just in the last two weeks, we have received 60,000 prayer requests. Honey, think about that number, 60,000 just in two weeks. And what is just as, as amazing to me is our team, our paid staff, and our volunteer staff, they have answered all 60,000. I think that you know, if you've ever reached out to this ministry, we're very serious about ministering to people. When I was growing up, my precious mother, or leader Renner, taught me there's nothing more important than people. And when you reach out to this ministry, you're going to be treated right. And if you say you have a prayer need, you're really going to be prayed for and you're going to be answered. So just in two weeks, we've responded to 60,000 prayer requests and they continue just to pour into the ministry. And because of the way that we have built our ministry all of these years, non-political, we've never taken a political position, people know that we represent the kingdom of God. We don't choose sides. We are here for everyone. So everyone on both sides of this issue feel like they can reach out to us as a safe place. That is just amazing to me. Denise. It is amazing, Rick. And the Holy Spirit is everywhere. And Rick, I am thinking about people receiving the Psalm 91 and how to get saved in the Bible. And you know, a lot of people get saved, not in a church. I just heard a testimony of a woman who got saved in a car. I know another testimony of another person that got saved in the car. The Holy Spirit is there when these people read the Bible, when they understand how to get saved and the comforting words of Psalm 91. It, is that the greatest thing that you can give them? That is the greatest thing you can give them. And Denise, because we're also providing them information about how to connect to our online church, it means that when they do have the ability to oh, connect, yes. we can pastor these people. Oh, that's fantastic. We're just starting a relationship with these people. It's just the beginning. We're beginning with a box full of relief. Really, it's a box full of the love of God. That, that's right, Rick. That's what I was thinking. A box full of the love of God. And Denise, our partners last week were off the charts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's overwhelming what it, you did. It's overwhelming. overwhelming. And we wanted to give you an update. Just before we came to do home group, I called some of our team and they could hear bombs in the distance. And you know what they said to me? We're not leaving. We're where we're supposed to be. We are online. We have not lost internet. We are ministering to people. This is where we need to be. And that leads me to what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about the Great Commission. Oh. So let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 28. Denise and I grew up as Southern Baptists. And we're both so glad we grew up in the Baptist church because they really taught us the Bible. I got saved when I was five. Denise got saved when she was seven. We both walked the aisle early in life. And we were taught from an early age that we were to take the gospel into all the world. And that's what we're doing. That's why we're here in Russia. We've been here for three decades, Denise. We just celebrated our anniversary. <laughs> And if you don't have a copy of our autobiography called Unlikely, go to renner.org and order it because it is quite an unlikely story. But 
from the time that I was young, I was taught the Great Commission, and so were you. And in Matthew chapter 28, the Bible says in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake to the apostles and said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Denise, he said all power. All power. It means all power. That means that Jesus defeated the devil 100%. 100% raised from the dead, <laughs> victorious over death. And then he said in verse 19, go you therefore, go. And you know what the Greek says? Go and keep on going. In other words, you're not just to go on a mission trip once in a while or go once in your life, but we are to be in the habit of going to take the message of the gospel to people that are in need. That is why we are here. We have been here so long. We are not missionaries. We are residents here. This is our part of the world. But guess what? When we first came here, we thought we were coming for one year. But you don't have to live in Russia to go. You can go to somebody near you. We're all commanded to go and to be in the habit of going. You could literally translate it, go and keep on going. Therefore, I have all power in heaven and in earth. It's all been given to me. I'm giving that authority to you. So go, go. My friends, we have the authority to do what we've been called Praise to do. God. And Jesus said, go ye therefore and do what? Make. Teach oh, and all make. nations. Well, it does say make, but you're, make in, the wrong, you're in the wrong. disciples. You're in the wrong verse. We're in verse 19. It says, teach all nations. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Oh, mine says, and make disciples of all nations. Well, Denise, yours is wrong. Is that it really? Yours is wrong. It says teach all nations. Because mine is the new King James. I know that it is, but the Greek says teach. <gasps> and we have a responsibility to teach the word of God. And that's why we say over and over in our ministry that our call is to bring people teaching that they can trust. That's what we're called to do. And Proverbs 10, 21 says the lips of the righteous feed many. That's my lips that's your lips, that's your lips, together as a team with partners. We can take the trusted teaching of the Bible to people and teach, the Bible says, all nations. And guess what the word nations is? The Greek word ethnos, it's where you get the word for ethnic groups. We are to invade every culture, every ethnic group. And Denise, you don't even have to leave your country to go to different ethnic groups, for example, in the United States. Think how many different ethnic groups there are. Think how many different cultures there are in America. America is just like a mixed bag of so many different groups. Mm -hmm. And the gospel is to penetrate every single group. And we are anointed by God to do it. You're anointed by God to do it. And Jesus then says, baptizing them. Wait a minute, baptizing who? Nations. It's talking about nations. We're not just to touch a few people in a few countries and do the best to reach a few here and a few there. It's talking about baptizing nations. That is the goal, not just to affect a few, but to transform nations. And that's why we're here, Denise. And Rick, you said we are anointed to do it. We are anointed. I want to talk about that just for a minute. Sure. Because if you don't know you're anointed, if you don't know you have the power, then you won't give out what's been put inside of you. But the Holy Spirit, he lives on the inside of you. And not only is he 
in you. He is with you right now, right by your side, in that room where you are, wherever it is that you are that you're watching. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, He is with you. And Jesus said, freely you have received, freely freely give. give. We are to give what we have. And then when you come to verse 20, Jesus says it again, teaching them, teaching. Notice the emphasis on teaching. In verse 19, teach all nations. Verse 20, teaching them to do what? To observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And then Jesus makes this amazing statement, which most people don't understand. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. The Greek says, even unto the end of the age. But the word lo is a Greek word, idu. It carries the idea of shock, wonder, bewilderment, amazement. It's like Jesus injected into the verse his own feelings about what he was about to say. You could translate it, and wow, it is so amazing what I'm about to tell you. That's what the word behold means. Well, what is it that he's so excited about it? Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world or unto the end of the age. And this is a conditional promise. Many people claim that. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. But it's to those who go. And Jesus is saying, if you go, you won't go by yourself. If you go, I'll go with you. My power shows up in the lives of those who obey the Great Commission. Now, Denise and I saw this firsthand many, many years ago when we were a part of a church when we first got married that had kind of become kind of dead. But all of a sudden, they were awakened to the Great Commission. They began to use evangelism explosion and knocking on doors. And when that church began to go and go and go and go and go, the most amazing thing happened. Not only were the altars filled with people getting saved, but in that denominational church that didn't believe in miracles, miracles began to take place. God's power showed up. And when people opened their pocketbooks and began to give for the work of the gospel, God's power showed up. And that was the first time I really saw this verse in action, that when people go, God's power shows up. Mm. Now, somebody might say, well, I don't have the ability to go. Well, then you can help somebody else go. You can send a package of goods. You can send a package of relief. You can do something to help somebody else with the gospel. Jesus says, if you go or help others to go, lo, wow, 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 will my power ever show up with you. And this is a promise that is true all the way to the end of the age. And so if we want God's power to be operative in our lives, then we have to do what triggers the power. Now, when Denise and I first met each other, we were a part of a church at a university that was very involved in evangelism. And I'm telling you, the power of God was in that church. I mean, it was in that church. We were always wondering what's going to happen next. Signs, wonders, gifts of the Holy Spirit. We were evangelizing, preaching, and the power of God was going with us. And then the leadership of the church made a decision to retreat from evangelism and just focus on each other to disciple each other. And guess what happened? The power of God disappeared. It literally evaporated right in front of our eyes. It just disappeared. 
no gifts of the Spirit, no miracles. It evaporated. And the gospel and the power of God go together. That is why Paul said in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, the gospel is the power of God. They go together. And when you go with the gospel or help others go with the gospel, it ignites the power of God in your life. You know, Rick, when you, when you go, you're agreeing with the power of God. You're activating the power of God by your own uh, actions, by your own faith. You're saying, this is the word of God, so I'm going to do what I can. And when we do what we can, it's like we open up to the power of God that is all around us. And his power begins to operate through us. Signs and wonders. Yes. You know, I just received a photo report of our team that is working among the displaced people because of these escalating Praise events. Praise God. They're delivering these relief packages. Yes. And they showed me how people are getting saved. They're praying for people to get healed. The power of God is there because the gospel <laughs> is there. And when you purchase one of these boxes, which are $60, they contain 20 meals or $3 a meal. Maybe you can't give $60. You can give three. Three will make a difference in somebody's life. It's a meal. What if you didn't have any food and suddenly somebody bought you lunch or they provided a meal for you? That would mean everything to you. And it comes with a Bible. It comes with a book about how to get saved. It comes with a 91st Psalm and connecting people to an online church because they're on the move, but through their gadgets, they can attend our church. And you know us, we're people of the Bible and we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And through our online church, we want to wrap our arms around these people and love them. That's what we're called by God to do right now. And I want to say thank you if you've already helped us. We felt like we needed to give you an update and let you know that this is a ministry that believes in the Great Commission. We believe in it. Can I say something? I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you helped put this blanket around somebody's shoulders or on their lap or, or, or just around them, the warmth that this blanket brought. Or you, or you gave them some soap, or you gave them these crackers. I mean, a cracker when you don't have anything to eat is a lot. And I'm so thankful for you, for your generosity, for your care, for your conviction in your own heart to do something. Thank you so much. You know, this morning when I was reading my Bible, and I hope that you read your Bible every day, when I was reading my Bible this morning, I read that Jesus had compassion on the multitudes oh. because they were hungry. Yes. And he didn't want to send them away with empty stomachs. No. And Jesus miraculously multiplied loaves and fishes. He did it twice. Once he fed a crowd of 5,000. A second time he fed a crowd of 4,000. Jesus was concerned about their empty stomachs. And right now, we can be the hands of Jesus Amen. by sending a package of relief to people who have empty stomachs and they need to experience the love of God. And we want to say thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for what you're going to do. We appreciate you so much. And today, Denise and I just wanted to give you an update, but we're going to be back here tomorrow and we're going to talk about the Great Commission from Mark chapter 16, which is very, very different than what we looked at today. But we love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.